Ridiculous. Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha. I'm Julia. And I'm Robin. And we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Hello, everyone. It's been like, I don't know, 500 months or something. I know, it it has felt like it. Oh my god, this COVID, you don't really, and I, you just don't realize how tired you get at the end of the week. It's crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, especially now since I'm back to work. Um, Like, I started back to work at the beginning of August. The first few weeks, I was on this, like, two to seven schedule, which oh wasn't god. that bad. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Um, Like, we had a real chill group, but, like, the middle of this week, I switched to the um seven to three. And I'll tell you what, I am exhausted. 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. or yeah. 7, yeah. Oh, 7 a.m. to 3 yeah. p.m.? Okay. Like, that was my my normal schedule, like pre-pandemic. Oh, okay. Like I'd work okay. 7.30 to 3.30 or like, you know, something like that, give or take. But yeah, switching from night shift Tuesday to day shift. No, it was night shift Wednesday to day shift Thursday. I'm like, uh, I can't do this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I need to well, get I, get myself a Fitbit because I couldn't even tell you how long I sat down for like that whole day. Just busy, oh, wow. busy, busy. Well, I have luckily have found somebody. So, and she is a rock star. She is catching on so quick. I don't have to. And I'll say to her, do you need help? And she's like, no, I, I have this. Like, I'm an idiot for asking her. Not that she's portraying that. It's just like, she's like, no, I know how to do this. And I'm like, okay, I don't mean to make you sound like you don't know what you're doing. I just, I've had people in the past that it's taken them forever to figure things out. And she is just quick, 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 quick. That's good. So, yeah, oh my God, I can't wait till I can say, okay, I'm not coming in on Saturday. <laughs> can I'm, I? I'm so, and if you need me, you call me. But other than that. Oh, I'm so excited. She's yeah, uh, very good find. So I'm excited about that. I was very blessed with finding her. So Yeah, like my company is in the process of expanding. Like we, we were going to expand anyways, but um, the opportunity kind of fell in our laps. So we kind of ran with it. But, you know, circumstances and yada, yada, yada. Um, instead of transitioning the middle of September, we have until next Friday to get our oh, lives Lord. together. Right. <laughs> get our lives together and schedule two people for 24 hour care, you know, seven days a week. So <laughs> starting next weekend, oh. I'm going to be very, very tired because I'll be working seven days straight. So uh, there might not be a podcast next week. <laughs> we might have to go. In a, um, and I, I, I want to apologize. It's just, you guys would just you just hang on, be patient, and 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 we'll get this we'll get it situated. Right, it's been a it's crazy just, time. Just, yeah, and like I started takes- back to school this week, so I'm finishing. I have this semester, next semester of grad school, then I am done. Thank goodness. My daughter starts school in two weeks. Life. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. So yes, we we are extremely sorry that we've missed so many. Yeah. But life has got it's just gotten to be too much sometimes. Yeah. So so on to Rubius Hagrid. Yes, Hagrid. Mr. Hagrid. Oh, so lovable. Do you think we should like reveal Sam's surprise or make her come on and do it one day? I was just thinking that, and I, I hate to do. It's not. Yeah, it's not our surprise. Right. I want to say, oh, guess what? But I would rather have her come on and do it. Maybe, maybe we'll not do it next week, and then maybe we can get her to come on the week after. Right. At least for like a few minutes to kind of tell everyone her good news. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, okay, Hagrid. All right, Hagrid. Um, he is obviously a male. His birthday is December 6, 1928, so he's a little bit old. He is a half-giant wizard. He's a half-blood. 
He has long, wild, tangled black hair and beard, which I absolutely love. I just love the fact that he just get he don't care. Yep. It's just long no and trust. wild and just, and you know, it just goes wherever it goes. He has glinting, his eyes are, they glint like little black beetles and crinkle in his smile, which I love that. I love how the description it crinkles in his smile. I just love that. Um, he is huge and hairy and has a heart of gold. His wand is oak, 16 inches. It's rather bendy. It was broken when he was expelled from Hogwarts, but he has embedded it into his pink umbrella, which a lot of people think that... Um, I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Ollivander? I, I, no, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Woo! I'm That's like, really bad. Uh, Dumbledore repaired it for him, actually. And that's why it actually still works in the pink umbrella. He does not have um, a Patronus because he cannot cast the spell. He is on the Hogwarts staff. He is in the House Gryffindor. He is affiliated with the Order of the Phoenix. He is the Keeper of the Keys and Grounds. He is Gamekeeper, and he is Care of Magical Creatures Teacher. Um, Let's see. His family. His mother is Fred Wolfra. Wolf? No. Fred 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 Wolfra. Yeah. Okay. One of the last British giants. She abandoned the family when Hagrid was three. Uh, his father was never named. He died between 1941 and 1942 during Hagrid's second year at Hogwarts. He does have a sibling, a half-brother, Gwarp. Gwarp? Gwarp? Gwarp. Um, Gwarp. Put me down. That's my favorite. I just, I can't, I can't, it's, I have Jim Dale in my head, and when I say it, it doesn't sound like him, so... He was raised by his human father and orphaned in his second year. And then Dumbledore has looked after him ever since. He was raised um, in the West Country, which is usually referred to as Devon, Somerset, and Cornwall. This is the area of England where many of the folk tales about giants come from. Jack the Giant Killer, Jack and the Beanstalk, just to name a few. He has been attracted to Madame Olymp Maxime of Bobatons, but the relationship does not work out. And that's kind of sad. That makes me sad for him. I wonder if, like, something happens to her. Because we don't really hear about her after he comes back from meeting no, yeah. Dogs. So I wonder if something yeah. happens to her. I don't know. Maybe she... Maybe in the last battle she dies, or maybe she dies before then, or something. I don't know. Yeah, cause, yeah, she's not mentioned like even during the Battle of Hogwarts. I don't believe. No, yeah, she's not. Yeah, the last the last time she's mentioned is when he's talking to Dolores, or or he's talking to the kids before yeah, Dolores Umbridge about, shows about up. His, um, yeah, yeah, trip. <laughs> yeah, uh, he has several pets: Fang, Aragog, Buckbeak. Norbert, which became Norberta, and Fluffy. <laughs> Fluffy. Uh, let's see. He is not a fully qualified wizard. His affection for magical animals, especially the dangerous... He has an affection for magical animals, especially the dangerous ones. He was not allowed to do magic before his name was cleared, although it seems that his broken wand has somehow was somehow embedded in his pink umbrella, which we had already said. And I, that makes sense to me because um, he was expelled and they broke his his wand, but he didn't do anything wrong. So why wouldn't Dumbledore fix it for him? Well, they weren't they didn't prove he did anything wrong until like 50 years later. Like everyone was convinced of his guilt. Well, they- yeah, but but it wasn't it wasn't it still wasn't provable. And Dumbledore right. believed him. So. But then, too, like, Newt, Newt Scamander was also expelled from Hogwarts, but he was able to keep his wand. But we don't know when he was expelled. True. I think he, I think he was older than um, 
Hagrid. So I think he was maybe maybe he had finished his his OWLs right. and then was expelled, or maybe he was almost to the point where he was seventeen, and then he was expelled. We we don't know that story, so we I mean it's hard to compare it. You just have we don't know the circumstances for Newt's expulsion. Right. So stay tuned for an episode on Newt's commander. <laughs> yeah, because we're planning on doing that. Yeah, right. When we get there, um, another thought. Oh, um, so Hagrid, like all the times that that we've seen Hagrid do mag- magic with his umbrella, it's always nonverbal. Like I don't Correct. think we've seen Hagrid do a verbal spell. Well, we've only seen him do. Uh, he like, used magic to get to Harry. Yeah, to light the he fire. To light the fire, um, um, simple spells. Yeah, but he did so- say that he did say he did say he tried to turn Dudley into a pig, but he was already so much of a pig it just added a tail. Right, but but he he didn't like say anything for that. He just pointed his umbrella at him. Right. So, which is kind of advanced for only a third year. Maybe uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> Worked with him, maybe yeah, something. Well, and then and, and, go ahead. No, I'm just. I mean, if he repaired his wand, maybe he worked with him over time, right? Because I had stumbled across a fan theory um, that Hagrid was a Death Eater, was an undercover Death Eater, like sort of like Snape, and that was yeah. kind of like one of their arguments. Like, you know, Hagrid, like, yeah, he has his umbrella because his wand was snapped. But we never see him doing a verbal spell. And nonverbal spells, they don't do until sixth year. Because we see, like, we see Harry, like, we, we see the trio struggle. Well, not Hermione, because Hermione's the best. But, like, we see Harry <laughs> and Ron struggling with nonverbal spells, which is how, like, Harry ended up giving himself away during Deathly Hallows. That was like one of like the arguments that Hagrid was a, a Death Eater. There's a couple, but we, we can talk more about that like as the points come up. Yeah. But yeah, that he, he can do and, and and like even a transfiguration spell, like transfiguring Dudley's like giving him a tail, like that's transfiguration. That's not something a third year can do. Well, here it says um, he is now allowed to do magic, but he no. was never properly trained. Right. So maybe Dumbledore and some of the other teachers gave him pointers or worked with him um, to the point where he could do magic, but he was never, you know, <laughs> he, he didn't learn in school. Right. But he had to learn from somewhere. Well, yeah. I'm trying to find like the I, I had it, but then I like closed it out. Even though, like, I think J.K. Rowling herself said that he wasn't a Death Eater, but um, just like the I I don't get where you would why I I don't get that why you would think anybody would think he was a Death Eater. I had it. I can't. Where'd it go? Here it is. Here's the. Yeah, it was on Reddit. Um, maybe if I can get it. <sighs> See, look, I had it on my phone, and now I can't get it. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Um. High high ranking servant of Lord Voldemort. Hagrid has secretly much more talented of a of a liar than he lets on. Secretly much more talented of a wizard than he lets on. Um, been performing deep cover tradecraft, espionage, source validation, sabotage, and spotting and assessing for Voldemort. And been in the service of Lord Voldemort since the First Wizarding War, and potentially since his time at Hogwarts. Um, yeah, cause, okay, so in the Sorcerer's Stone, we see um, that he can do nonverbal magic and transfiguration. Um, that would probably be more of an, like an older advanced wizard. Like a third year wouldn't be able to give somebody a pigtail. I, mean, I, I could see like the fire. Um, but, and like, and, and too, like, how did, 
Did, did Dumbledore actually tell him? Because, okay, so the Hogwarts house, um, no, the Potter's house was under the Fidelius charm. And Wormtail was the secret keeper. So the only way somebody else could know is if Wormtail told them. So Sirius and Dumbledore knew where, where the Potters were, in addition to Wormtail. Maybe when the pot, maybe when they died, it broke the spell. Well, yeah, it, it probably broke it. But then, would Dumbledore already tell Hagrid, like, as they're like crossing each other's paths, or did Hagrid know when Wormtail told Voldemort? Like, I mean, no, I think Dumbledore. I know, I think Dumbledore told. I think Dumbledore knew where they were because he sent them there because he used to live there, and God. Godric's hollow. So Dumbledore knew where they were. He yeah, just couldn't tell anybody because he wasn't the secret keeper. Right. Until after they were, uh, until after Wormtail or the Potters, or until after Wormtail told Hagrid or the Potters died. Like, I'm not saying I like agree with this. I'm just kind of like presenting their evidence. Right. Um, given that Wormtail doesn't die until book seven. Um, but if he was, a, if he was a death eater, he had the opportunity to kill Harry. Right. But so that doesn't make any sense. That just totally blows that theory right. out of the water. Because if you were a, if you were a death eater and whether your lord, dark lord or whatever he's called was alive or dead or whatever you didn't know and somebody said go get Harry Potter, he's the key to this. Um, well, what are you going to do? He was flying over Bristol. He could have said, uh, later Harry and dropped him. Yeah. I mean, and, he could have done so many different things to end it right there. If he was a death eater. Right. Um, but I, but I think too, like Hagrid knew the importance of Harry and when, when it back, when everything backfired and even when, um, um, when Harry asks Hagrid if he's dead, like if Voldemort's dead, he's like, Codswap, in my opinion. So, like, Hagrid has, like, a feeling he's still alive. That's, I think that comes from Dumbledore, because Dumbledore felt that he was still alive. Yeah. I, don't know, I was just, like, putting this fan theory out there, and I just thought it was kind of... Oh, here. Hagrid purchases a conspicuous and easily easily surveyed owl for Harry. Well, yeah, Hedwig is like bright white. You can't really miss her. Uh, yeah, Hagrid sends the trio alone to Voldemort by telling them about Fluffy. Um, Hagrid and the Southern Chamber... Hagrid knows who Voldemort is and has known him for years because they went to school together. Um, but that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean he knew Tom Riddle. He doesn't necessarily yeah. know that Tom Riddle is Voldemort, right? Um, because, in fact, I think Dumbledore says I'm the only one that knew that the student Tom Riddle was the boy that went. Oh yeah. Right here. Right that here. Came back as Voldemort. Yeah. Very, very few people, very few people know that Lord Voldemort was once called Tom Riddle. I taught him myself 50 years ago at Hogwarts. Yeah. So Hagrid may not know that. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like this one because, like, like how we like to discuss some fan theories. Like, I just found this. Yeah. One, like, this is really the only one I could find on Hagrid. So that's why I'm just kind of like deep diving into it. Oh. Uh, let's see. Prisoner. Um. It says that. Hagrid maintains unusual access to the power and influential, including Voldemort's main targets. Um, Dumbledore was—he was, he was a, a confidant of Dumbledore, so he knew about many of the missions and things. 
Long-standing member of the Order of the Phoenix. Um, out of all the adults in the series, Hagrid maintains the closest relationship with Harry Potter and his friends. So I wonder if, like, I mean, running with this theory, I wonder if Hagrid did that on purpose to kind of, like, isolate them from Dumbledore. Because they spend way more time with Hagrid than they do Dumbledore. Yeah, but Hagrid is easy access. Dumbledore isn't. Right. Even McGonagall, who's the head of the house, head of of Gryffindor. Well, okay. Who would you rather hang out with? Right. You know, a teacher who looks at you like, you know, she looks at, and that's not a mean way to, I'm not trying to make her out to be, she's not mean, but she's very strict. Or are you going to hang out with the guy that makes, has a big ass, excuse me, has a dog, you know, (laughs) and he makes you, you know, he has rock rock cakes and, you know, fecal fudge and, you know, who's more fun to hang out with? Right. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of like breezing through this. Uh, all right, I'm not digging for five, six, and seven. But yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can like dig through the comments, and I'm not here for this. Uh, yeah, see, yeah, no, forget it. So yeah. That's just kind of like some of the the, uh, the tenets of... Oh, here we go. Never mind. I guess I found it. Um, let's see. Um, Order of the Phoenix. Um, Haggard is a co- capable covert actor, not the bumbling oaf he acts like. Because um, that's when he goes on his mission to go talk to the giants. Um, and then it says Hagrid's failure recruiting the giants in book five, Hagrid's tale, recounts his journey to most likely somewhere in the mountains. Excuse me. In order to offer valuable and rare gifts to persuade the giants not to ally, to ally with Voldemort. The Voldemort uh, su- negotiations are successful at first. Hagrid and Maxine, ha- Maxine have a friendly encounter. And then the next day... There's the fight. They killed the Gurg, and now the Death Eaters are there. Um, this is the only problem. This story suffers because Hagrid is an unreliable narrator, and the coincidences he recounts are unbelievable. Okay. Excuse me. Ah, excuse me. Why is she? Hagrid says in the early chapter that while the giant's locations are not secret, most people do not know where they even are. Hagrid, a half-giant from this tribe, does not know where they are. Somehow Voldemort orders Death Eaters, who think of giants as inferior creatures, know exactly where they are. So how would Hagrid know where to go if he didn't know where they were? Um, um, and then Hagrid arrives... At the end of Harry's fourth term, after a month-long trek, two days of negotiations, then there's an uprising, and suddenly Death Eaters are visiting every day. All this occurs after the valuable gifts from Dumbledore are provided. All of this occurs after Hagrid successfully throws off Ministry trackers. So how would the Death Eaters know where the Giants are? How would they have arrived at the exact spot, hundreds of miles away in another country, at the exact same time Hagrid was there? Um, the most likely explanation is that when Dumbledore told Hagrid, uh, privately, he passed the information along to the Death Eaters, making them aware of the plan. Um, to make it look like, and then they, like, made it look like Dumbledore's plan kind of fell apart. Um, let's see. Book six, um... The summary, Hagrid has an unhealthy relationship with Harry Potter. 
um, yeah, he has a very minor role in book six. The only major part we see is when Aragog dies. Um, Are, really? Is that it? Yeah. Oh, because they didn't have care of magical yeah, creatures. They, yeah, they that year. care of magical creatures. Um, but like at that point, Hagrid has earned the trust of Harry, Ron, and Hermione, so they feel more comfortable confiding in him. Um, yeah, book six trio aren't in his class. They aren't visiting him as much, and they aren't providing him with as much information about what what hijinks they are up to. As a result, Hagrid loses, lost much, much of his access. Hagrid takes his poorly and acts passive aggressively towards them until they start interacting with him again. Yeah, because they he like guilt tripped them for not taking his class. Yeah. Um. After successfully regaining their attention, he requests something from Harry, which is against the rules, breaking curfew to attend Aragog's funeral. But that's also when Harry drank Felix Felices. Right. So and was able to get the memory from from Slughorn. Slughorn. <clears throat> Um, Which, by the way, <laughs> I don't. I hate to interrupt you, but it just jogged my memory. Well, no, of course. Um, uh, HBO has been, you know, because HBO Max has come out, so some older movies have been coming out. And I don't know if you've ever seen Time Bandits, but it's. Uh, I think John Cleese wrote it and directed it. I'm not exactly sure, but it, it the Monty Python guys are in it. Hmm. Um. And um, Slughorn is in it. He's a game show host. And I kept going, who is that guy? And I went, oh, my God, it's Slughorn. Well, then this other guy, because it's these um, little people steal a map of the world with time holes in it. So they because they used to work for the Supreme Being and make trees and they somehow (laughs) Get, steal this map and are trying to steal money and through time they meet Robin Hood and uh, Napoleon and uh, anyway um, uh, this uh, the evil genius guy who is the devil one of his minions looked so familiar to me I was like who is that guy well when I pulled him up it was freaking Tom from the first Harry Potter movie oh yeah the, I'm the bartender yeah yes and I was like oh my <laughs> god it was so funny and when you when I said slughorn it made me think of that so there were a couple of Harry Potter actors uh obviously um in this english movie it's called time bandits yeah and actually uh, but anyway oh go ahead sorry um there's actually another <laughs> movie um paddington paddington 2 that has like oh really in it. um uh what's his name uh michael gambon uh dumbledore is the uncle bear you hear his voice in the beginning um molly weasley's a grandma um, Slughorn is the like shopkeeper. Um, Mad-Eye Moody, what's his name? Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, is the like, like big scary guy in in the the jail where Paddington is sent. Number one, why would you send a talking bear to jail? But that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, um, there's other people too. I can't think of like right, but yeah, it's like half a Harry. It's like basically a Harry Potter movie <laughs> without. Oh wow! Well, I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, like the the like you only hear um, Dumbledore's voice in the very very beginning, um, when the the grandpa, uh, no, grandpa the uncle bear uncle, I don't remember what his name was, but like the very beginning, they're like sitting. The three bears are sitting on a log over like a waterfall or something, and you can hear. Um, Dumbledore, uh, Michael Gambon talking and like telling a story. Um, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to watch. I haven't seen the first one either. I need to watch both of them. Molly Weasley. Um, um dang it, who plays Molly Weasley? Oh my god, it's Julie something. Uh, went, went, not Winters. Uh, <laughs> 
Julie Walters. Walters, yes. Yeah, she plays um, the grandma. Like, there's like the family that like has Paddington, and she's the grandma. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that. I have to put but that yeah, on my basically list. Basically, a Harry Potter movie. I can't find book seven, but I did see someone offered some points that that actually you you kind of brought up too. But I scrolled too far, and now I can't find it. Of course. Oh. Yeah, see, this is what happens when I'm not like organized. All right, okay, here. <laughs> so someone said that this is a good theory, but they have a couple critiques. Uh, magical restrictions, especially for the Order of the Phoenix, members may have been lifted during war times, and may- Hagrid may have been taught some things by Dumbledore, like you mentioned. Um, many things attribute to malice could be attributed to Hagrid's lack of good judgment and impulsive nature, especially when it comes to big, scary animals. Um, since all the magic we see is in a school setting, it may be some magic isn't necessarily complicated, just unethical to teach to minors. You don't want 13-year-olds knowing how to turn people into pigs to fly un- un- unaided. True. Teleport. Yeah. Um, Hagrid may have been on a first-name ter- first basis with Fudge in book three because his name had been cleared less than a year earlier. He may have had to spend a lot of time in the ministry over the summer, and Fudge, being the brown noser that he is, may have been present and sucking up to Hagrid and Dumbledore. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of what you had mentioned. Um, but I can't find can't find book seven i'm scrolling through the the reddit comments and i don't see book seven i wish i could like turn that email bb off but if i like mute my my laptop it like mutes everything Ugh. not just the little ding don't uh, do that right i know i'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm trying to find book seven this is annoying i should have done this before but this is what i get for for being a procrastinator. Um. <sighs> well, I guess book seven, either, well, no, this post was only from a year ago, so book seven was already out. Uh. Oh, well. I guess we're, we're not going to get book seven. But then again, there really wasn't, Hagrid wasn't really wasn't a, involved much not, in book seven. Not so, till the end. Yeah, and right. he fought against the Death Eaters. Right. But but you know, what also like and even in book five, since Hagrid is half giant, he absorbs more of the spells than like they like bounce off of him and are kind of like um okay. Like they don't hurt him. But like do we really know, like, if he actually like fights them, or if he's just kind of like, like taking the brunt of it, just to kind of like save face? All right. Well, I can't find book seven, so we'll just move on. But yeah, okay. so, kind of, kind of, like, I because he he wasn't really fighting them, obviously, because he can't. Well, he's not supposed to do magic, so he's not using spells against them. I don't remember. I haven't read book seven in a while. I don't remember if they say anything about his his umbrella during the Battle of Hogwarts. I I don't remember. I don't remember either. I haven't read book seven in a while. So, so I think I think it was more of like I mean, going along with this theory, obviously, that Hagrid was trying to like keep his cover from being blown. So he was like taking spells at like taking stunning spells and stuff just to like show like, Hey, you know, even though I'm one of you guys, we still have to like, you know, play our little front sort of like the, the Snape Dumbledore thing. But, but just a fan theory, even though it's an interesting one. Um, where was 
So yeah, let's see. So Hagrid at Hogwarts. Since you've kind of gone over his appearance. Um, so this this is <clears throat> Harry's thoughts when he first well for okay, so first Harry's thoughts like when he first meets Hagrid. If the no, this wasn't Harry, this is the beginning. See, look, I'm a mess. I can't I'm a mess. So the, the very beginning of the book of uh, Philosopher's Stone. If the motorcycle was huge, it was nothing to the man sitting astride it. He was almost twice as tall as a normal man, and at least five times as wide. He looked simply too big to be allowed. And so wild. Long tangles of bushy black hair and beard hid most of his face. He had hands the size of trash can lids, and his feet in their leather boots were like baby dolphins. Just for a minute... Just kind of like picture all of that stuff put together. So like, right. like giant like trash can lid hands, and like baby dolphin feet. <laughs> and I've I've actually swam with the dolphins, and they're big animals. Right. Even so, even their so baby, baby dolphins are yeah, and they're like half the size of an adult. So that's a big foot. Right. Like just, just that, that. I mean, that's excellent imagery, but oh yeah. But just to like imagine, like, like you're drawing a stick figure. So you're drawing this giant stick figure with these giant trash can lid hands and baby dolphin feet, like coming at you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Hagrid at Hogwarts. Um, he started Hogwarts in 1940. Um, he was a Gryffindor, even though it wasn't explicitly stated in the book. Like in any of the books, but I'm almost certain J.K. Rowling said it somewhere in like an interview or something. I found this thing on the the WizardingWorld.com. It says ten things you might not know about Hagrid. Most of them we already know. But yeah, he was a Gryffindor. Hagrid's Hogwarts house is never mentioned in the books, but given his kindness, noble nature, and bravery, it might not come out. As much of a surprise that Hagrid was in Gryffindor. And plus, I would think he would kind of have to be, since he's in the Order of the Phoenix. I mean, granted, not every every single person's a Gryffindor. Like, Kingsley, I believe, was a Ravenclaw. Tonks is obviously a Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff, yeah. But I think, like, but it's like mostly comprised of Gryffindors. But, but I don't think Kingsley joined until the Second War, though. So maybe the first wizarding war, wizarding war, it was just like a inner Gryffindor thing, and then as the second war started, the order had lost so many people during the first war that they kind of started telling other other people like, "Hey, come join us." <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe that's. That's kind of like my like head. No, that kind of makes sense. I mean, that just kind of yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because if you think about it, like like we lost um, Fabian and Gideon Pruitt. You know, we lost both Longbottom. Well, we didn't lose the Longbottoms. They are crazy. Right. Um, we lost Lillian James Potter. Um, Lupin was in hiding. You know, we supposedly lost Wormtail. Uh, Sirius was in prison. Right there is just nine members down. Like, not counting anyone else who may have passed away. Like, as a result of the war or, or you know, whatever. So I think, like, as the second war was brewing, I think Dumbledore was kind of like, hey, everybody come, come join us. Because, yeah, Kingsley was at Ravenclaw. Tonks was a Hufflepuff. And I think that's really, like, those are the only two, like, for sure, non-Gryffindors. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, but, um, I don't, Mad-Eye Moody, like, it was never explicitly stated that he was a Gryffindor, but I'm almost certain that's kind of where he was, too. <laughs> I have to do some yeah. looking at, into that. <laughs> Um, so Hagrid at Hogwarts, his first year at Hogwarts was 1940, so he was expelled in, what, 1942-43? Yep. Um, he was, 
supposedly a Gryffindor. So as, as a staff member, he was the gamekeeper and the keeper of the keys and grounds at Hogwarts. He possibly replaced Og, who was the gamekeeper during Molly and Arthur Weasley's time. Um, who gave Arthur such a beating. <laughs> you know, I mean, really? Just because he was out late, you going to beat him? Uh, whatever. Well, look, um, look at Phil. He still has the marks. I mean, he still has the marks. Look at Filch. Like he, he was like, he said something about going back to the old one when they used to hang people by their thumbs, or whatever it was, his thumbs or wrist or something. Like they used to like dangle. I think children. No, I think you're right. I think he said thumbs. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, as keeper of the keys, it is Hagrid's job to meet the Hogwarts first years and escort them from the Hogsmeade Railway Station across the lake to Hogwarts. Since 1993, Hagrid has also been the care of magical creatures teacher. So, thought about the boats. I remember, I think J.K. Rowling put out somewhere that um, the like graduation ceremony is like the seventh years, like ride the boats back to Hogsmeade. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, everyone else takes the uh, Thestral carts, and the seventh years, like, ride the boat back. Like, they ride the boat in to start, ride the boat back to finish. That's pretty cool. And I wonder if, like, that was, like, Hagrid's job, too. Like, he brought them into the school, like, you know, as children, and he's letting them out into the world as adults. I would say, yeah, that probably is part of his job. Headcanon accepted. Um, he lives in a cabin or hut on Hogwarts grounds near the Forbidden Forest. He has his pink umbrella, which disguises his broken wand. Um, he was expelled from... Yeah, still right here. He expelled from Hogwarts during his third year in 1943, after he was framed by Tom Riddle for opening the Chamber of Secrets and causing Moaning Myrtle's death. And how is a spider going to kill you? <laughs> That's my first question. Like, 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 Maragog was a baby, so he couldn't have been more than, like, like, palm size. Well, uh, he said he was, he was no bigger. I can't, how did he say it? I was, that no was bi- dad. He was no bigger than a Pekingese. No, no, no. That's it. Harry. No, it was Harry. He said, um, he was like, you are no bigger than a Pekingese. Um, in the movie, um, when Harry first meets Hagrid in the hut on the rock, he was, he was like, "You were no bigger than a Pekingese." But but also like, he has to Harry, yeah. But um, he said something about his dad could like fit in his palm by the time he was like starting Hogwarts or something, or like third, yeah, like his dad could like fit in his palm. Yeah, because all right, Hagrid's father died in nineteen forty one, forty two. So right before his third year. Right. So yeah, I think that's about um yeah, yeah, cuz he he said he said he used to hold his dad in his palm. Like he was so big. Um and he spent some time in Azkaban in May 1993 after the Chamber of Secrets was reopened. And he was released after Harry was able to exonerate him. All right, I want to go back to that 10 things you might not know about Hagrid. Um, so the first one says he's allergic to cats, which we know. We sort of know because he says that the, cat, the cats make him sneeze. Oh, right here. Um, he tells Harry that he don't like cats because they make him sneeze, which is why he chose to buy Harry an owl for his birthday. So... Hagrid is allergic to cats. Um, a little fun fact here. Um, the character of Hagrid was based on a real biker. Um, J.K. Rowling told Robbie Coltrane, who played Hagrid, that Hagrid was based on a Hell's Angel she knew in the West Country. He was just a hu- he was just huge and terrifying. Coltrane recalled Rowling telling him, and then he would sit down and talk about how about his garden and about how his petunias had been very bad that year. <laughs> he's really like a gentle giant and like Hagrid like taking care of his pumpkins and 
and his chickens. Um, yeah, his wand was 16 inches, which you mentioned, and it was described as rather bendy, which probably helped it snap. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm almost certain Ollivander said something like in the book. He said, Oh, Hagrid, not using. He goes, um, I, I think he goes, Oh, Hagrid. And then he names off his wand and he goes, I guess they snapped it when they expelled you. And he goes, Yes, but I still have the pieces. And he goes, Not using them, are you? And he grips his pink umbrella tighter and goes, um, no. no. <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, given Hagrid's immense size, he's half giant. It's no wonder that his wand would follow suit. Um, sitting at all inspiring 16 inches. But I, I think all vendors said like most wands are between like 10 and 12 inches, I think is the average. Yeah, but he's a big boy. Right, right. That's why his is like a foot and a half long. <laughs> right. Um, Here, Hagrid, here's a, here's a wand that's eight inches long. Right, like, Hagrid's like, that's a damn toothpick, man. You can't use that. What's wrong with you? Go outside and like pick off a whole branch. Like, here, here you go. Right. Um, Let me go cut down a tree. Right. Um, according to Mr. Ollivander's notes in on Wandwoods, oak makes sense for Hagrid, as wizards, wizards who use oak wands usually have an affinity within the magic of the natural world, which Hagrid definitely does. He loves all his creatures. Um, and then J.K. Rowling tweeted about five years ago, shortly over five. This is August 21st, 2015, so yeah, a little over five years ago, that... Yeah. Even though Hagrid has an affinity for creatures, he cannot cast a Patronus um, because it's a very difficult difficult spell. But I know, like most grown wizards, can't do it either. So that's really not saying much. <laughs> and only one Death Eater can do it, right? Snape. Yep. Uh, as Hagrid was expelled from Hogwarts. It makes sense that he might have mastered the art of casting a Patronus. Um, Rowling had said that the majority of witches and wizards are unable to produce Patronus, and to do so is generally considered a mark of superior magical ability. Hagrid, therefore, isn't alone in his inability to cast a Patronus. Okay. Side thought. I find it, I f- I find it fascinating that it's a hard... It's a it's a hard spell to cast, but yet everybody in Dumbledore's army learned how to do it. Right, might not have done it correctly, and might not, and it may take him a while to get it to get it. But he he taught everybody how to do it. Right, yeah, yeah Harry taught everybody. Harry, how to do it. Harry did. Mm-hmm. But okay, so it also it says generally considered a mark of superior magical ability. Okay, so then why did Hermione struggle with it? Because Hermione is a book learner. Right. Not a practical. Right. <laughs> Until she kind of like let it like let everything go. And then she was able to conjure her, right. her otter. Which are chased by Jack Russell Terriers. That's right. Even though I'm a Harry Hermione shipper. Whatever. Whatever. Nothing better than Harry. So, Okay. So I've had lots of time during this quarantine thing. So I've been reading <laughs> a lot of fan fiction. And my favorite ships are Harry and Hermione, Harry and Draco, and um, Hermione and Draco. Like I've been reading, like that's like all I've been reading is like those three. Um, oh my gosh. And I've also been like, I started an obsession with collecting enamel pins. So I have like, one Harry Potter like um, banner, like I have one banner. It's made out of like Gryffindor fabric, and that's for all my Potter pins. Like anything, anything Wizarding World related goes on that banner. And then I have another one that has all kinds of other stuff. But I ordered a a Dramoni pin, Dr- Draco Hermione, and it's like a picture of them on their wedding day, 
and it is the cutest thing. I'll have to post it um, on the the on the podcast Instagram or something or in my Instagram. Definitely, like yeah. it is so cute. But but yeah, I'm a Harry Herm. Oh, okay, so I'm a a Canon Harry Hermione shipper, but fanfic Hermione and Dreary. Oh my god! Especially dreary. <laughs> but actually, though, okay. So I've been following this one fanfic. I know this is like way, way off topic, but um, so I've been reading this one fanfic, and like the author is still updating it. So like twice a week, she updates new chapters. I think we're on like chapter like thirty three or thirty four. But oh my gosh! Yeah, and like each chapter is like seven, eight thousand words long. But um, so originally. It was it was a Hermione Draco, like during their eighth year at Hogwarts or whatever, and then Draco. What? Huh? During their eighth year. Yeah. Okay. So everyone goes back to Hogwarts following the war. So, like, because it's May two thousand May May nineteen ninety eight when the Battle of Hogwarts ends. So the following term in July, or not July, September. Everyone goes back. Harry, Ron, Hermione, Draco. Anyone who, who who survived the war goes back to Hogwarts. Okay, dokie. Okay. And Hermione and Draco are named Head Boy, Head Girl in this fanfic that I'm reading. And like they have this crazy relationship. Yada yada yada. They're getting ready to graduate. And Draco breaks up with a Hermione. Like out of the blue, whatever. And so, you know, she's all heartbroken. So then Hermione marries um, uh, Theodore Knott. Okay, you follow me? Yeah. Okay. So Hermione and Theo are together. Hermione ends up pregnant. But then they get in a car accident. Because Theo was, like, obsessed with muggle cars. So they they get into a car accident. Theo dies. Hermione loses the baby. So in like Theo's dying wish, he told Draco that he better marry Hermione. Because like they were soulmates and yada yada yada. And Draco gave up gave up Hermione because he knew Theo loved her too. And yeah, whatever. I'm like briefly summarizing it. Like I'm I'm skipping major plot points here. So where we're at now in the story is Draco and Hermione are engaged. They were, there was like a band of like, like old time pure blood wizards that were trying to break them up. But Narcissa Malfoy, cause Lucius is in Azkaban and he's going to die in Azkaban. So Narcissa is like, leave them alone. STFU, whatever. So that that's where, where we are now in the story, which actually she should be posting a chapter today. She usually posts on like Wednesday and Saturday, but yeah, I've been following that one. It's called The Promise on um, uh, AO3, which is a fanfic site, like fanfic fanfiction.com. Yeah. But yeah, I've been like obsessed with it. <laughs> I can tell. Well, because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> you can only play well, so much Harry I Potter know. trivia. Girl. <laughs> Girl, I, I was off. My, I was off work for 145 days. I needed something to do. Oh my god! Yeah, from that is crazy. From my, Just crazy. My last day of work to the day I went back was 145 days. So but, that's just crazy. Right? Just absolutely insane. Right. Back to Hog. Back to Hagrid. I'm about to say back to Hogwarts. No, it's not time to go to Hogwarts yet. It will be on Tuesday. Uh, not yet. That's right. Tuesday is Hogwarts Day. Um. So Hagrid had a hard childhood. His mom, Fred Wolfa, left. The, his father. Um. I don't. Yeah. You know, we never found out. Like really anything about his dad except he just passed away. He just passed away. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Right here. Tiny little bloke my dad was. By the time I was six, I could lift him up and put him on the top of the dresser if he annoyed me. Used to make him laugh. Hagrid's deep voice broke. Madame Maxine was listening, motionless, apparently staring at the silvery fountain. Dad raised me. But he died, of course, just after I started school. 
sort of had to make my own way after that. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah, I think I think Duff, Dumbledore like, but like, how would he like take him in and take care of him when like Tom Riddle asked? He got in the job, huh? Do he got in the job as the game as the keeper at thirteen? Well, I don't. I, he probably was an apprentice. Yeah, something like yeah, like just to keep him on grounds because I know because Tom Riddle had asked about staying over the summer and Dumbledore's like, no, get out. <laughs> <laughs> GTFO. No, Dumbledore didn't say that. Um, what's his face did the, uh, the yeah, other um, um, dip it? Armando dip it. Yeah, Mando dip it. Yeah, like GTFO. <laughs> Go home. Bye. Get out. Bye. <laughs> uh, okay, Hagrid is resistant to stunning spells, which is probably due to his strength and size. Um. When Voldemort had taken over for the ministry, Haggard hosts a support Harry Potter party in his hut. <laughs> See, that is not a Death Eater. Right, um, right. That's not a Death Eater move. No. Um, may I just add that while we're here at Potter Watch, applaud Haggard's spirit, we would urge even the utmost, uh, urge even the most devoted of Harry's supporters against following Haggard's lead. Support Harry Potter parties are unwise in the present climate. And that was said by Lupin on Potter Watch. Um, he was an original member of the Order of the Phoenix. So he was part of the Order during the first Wizarding World. Plus, I think he tells Harry about um, the, like the Pruitts. And... Yeah, I, th- I, I think he was telling... Yeah, because when he gave Hag- Harry... Um, the the photo book maybe you can see the picture in the origi- uh, in the film when, when does Hagrid give you the photo book in the in the fir- at the end of the first year yeah is it, yeah the his first course but he doesn't get he doesn't get that he gets that from uh, Mad Eye Moody he gets that picture from Mad Eye Moody yeah. Yeah, and it has in the in, in, in the fifth in the movie, yeah, fifth book. It no, does. in the fifth book, in the movie, he gets it from Sirius. Yeah, yeah, we can see him. Uh, this we can see him in the picture of the original order in the film version of Order of the Phoenix, and oh, okay. Last little tidbit: J.K. Rowling always planned for Hagrid to carry Harry out of the Forbidden Forest at the end of Deathly Hallows. Um, she revealed that she had always planned for Hagrid to carry Harry's seemingly lifeless body out of the Forbidden Forest during the Battle of Hogwarts. He, she explained that Hagrid carrying Harry at the end was symbolic because he carried baby Harry when he delivered him to the Dursleys at Privet Drive in the Philosopher's Stone. In fact, it stopped her from killing Hagrid off. That image kept him safe, she said. Aww. When was she playing? Does it say when she was planning on killing him off? Um, she may have. Well, just like in Order of the Phoenix, she was going to kill off Arthur Weasley, but decided on Sirius right. instead. That's why he survives the snake bite. But still, like, wouldn't Hag- Hagrid be able to tell that Harry's breathing? <sighs> Well, if you were emotional, probably not. Yeah, true. But so, all right, we'll do Sam's favorite part here: the etymology. All right, rubius, a homonym for the English word rubius from the Latin ruber for red, related to the word ruddy, a ruddy reddish complexion, is often the sign of someone who drinks a lot. So basically, his first name means drunk. Um, Hagrid's last name is related to several old English, French, and German words. Hag, Hagtes, old English for head ri- hedge rider, or she who straddles the hedge, because the hedge was the boundary between the civilized world of the village and the wild world beyond. The Hagtes would have a foot in each reality. 
even later when it meant the whole local healer and root collector. Living in the open and moving from village to village, it may have been, may have had the mildly pejorative sense of hedge in M- medieval hedge priest, suggesting an itinerant sleeping under bushes, perhaps. Um, hag ridden from hag plus ride, ridden by a hag or witch, hence afflicted with nightmare, an old term for sleep paralysis, the sensation of being held immobile in bed, often by a heavy weight, and accompanied by the sense of alien presence. A hold stone hung over the bed was said to prevent it. Um, okay. Right. Alrighty. I mean, like I've I've heard of like of sleep paralysis, where like you like wake up and like you can't move. You can't move. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Haggard. Um, gives the appearance. Haggard. Right. Haggard. Um, oh, which is the next one? So, so Haggard gives the appearance of exhaustion, medieval French for wild, unruly. Hagger, low German for gaunt, haggard, sense of with a haunted expression or careworm, careworn. Um, rolling on naming Haggard. Haggard is also another old English word meaning if you were hagrid. It's a dialect word meaning you've had a bad night. Haggard's a big drinker and has a lot of bad nights. <laughs> so, that's the etymology. Yeah, I think um, Robbie Coltrane played an excellent Hagrid. Oh my god, he was phenomenal. Right? Like he was definitely kind of like what I pictured Hagrid to be. Yeah. Um, he d- yeah he did an absolutely awesome job. All right. Do you have a history of magic? No, because I, I, for- I forgot. I know, which, I'm trying to... Mm, like, I'm on the lexicon. Let me see if I can like find... I don't, I don't know where she gets that from. <laughs> she she gets that. it from the... I thought she got it from the lexicon. Event. Oh, events. Yeah. Timeline. Oh, day to day. Okay. No, that's not what I want. Ma- timeline of major events. No, not what I want. See, I can't find it. <laughs> Sam, I need you to come back. <laughs> um. Yeah, I can't. Like, I see like a timeline, but I it's not. Uh... Oh, see, look, excuse us. We are terribly unprepared. It has been a long, like, everything. It's just about to get worse. Now that I'm back in school full swing and working, and pretty soon I'll be working full-time, like, yeah, not full-time, I am working full-time. I'll be working seven days a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it, it's temporary. Um, it's not, like, um, it's just until we can get enough staff to kind of, like, um, to cover the shifts that we need covered, and so, like, we're all just kind of, like, pitching in. Well, I can't find it. So we'll just do a history of magic next week. Yeah, I I can't either. Yeah, I'll have to like oh, I have to like pull up the exact link that she has in the doc because we're kind of winging it today. Don't mind us. Yeah. So next week, for next week, Robin, or should we leave that a surprise? I think we should leave it as a surprise because I don't. We need to figure out, yeah, what we're going to do next week. It'll be a surprise. We'll discuss. It'll be a surprise. If if we upload next week. <laughs> if I'm not, like, crying in the corner from working seven days straight. Oh, God. Yeah, I think we may, it may be a couple weeks. So. All right. So be sure to join um, 
our Facebook page, Ridiculous Podcast and Ridiculous Podcast Group, which we <laughs> need to update that. Right. Um, we will today. We're also or tomorrow. We're, yeah, I definitely will do that tomorrow. When we're, and then we're on Twitter and Instagram at Ridiculous Pod. Uh, you can follow Sam at Samantha D. Goddard. And you can follow me on Instagram at Running My Pups. And you can follow me on Instagram at jstjohn0422. If you look on my Instagram recently, you'll see that I have tons and tons of enamel pins. And I'm trying to win more <laughs> all the time. Because <laughs> I am literally obsessed. <laughs> Uh, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling. Bye, everybody. Thank you for your patience. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say thank you for your patience, and we will be back soon. Yes, thank you for sticking with us. We really appreciate yeah. all of our listeners. Go be freaking kind. Wash, Wash your, your hands. hands. Don't touch your don't touch your face. And wear your mask. Yes, please wear I your mask. I absolutely hate it, but I will wear it because it's not about me. It's about exactly. Everybody. So exactly. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.